Hello, I'm Carmen Colosi, a Strat for Latin America analyst at Rain. This podcast is brought to you by Rain Worldview, powered by Stratfor, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn more at worldview.stratfor.com. Welcome to Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. Back in 2020, the United States inked a deal with the United Arab Emirates for $23 billion worth of F-35 fighter jets, drones, and munitions. But this December, the UAE announced it would suspend discussions on that deal. What's going on? Well, I asked Ryan Bowl, who's strapped for Middle East and North Africa analyst at Rain. So, Ryan, can you catch us up, starting with some background on this deal? Yeah, absolutely, Emily. Uh, so this deal was a sweetener that, uh, that came as a result of the Abraham Accords, the, the normalization deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates in uh, August 2020. And the F-35 is a very advanced piece of American uh, hardware. Uh, it's something that many of America's allies want to have because it is a, it's a cutting edge system. And the Emiratis in particular wanted it in order to have a credible deterrence against some of their regional adversaries like Iran, and also to deepen their defense links with the United States, a, a key ally for the Emiratis. Um, and so after the Abraham Accords were signed, the F-35 was pushed by the previous uh, US presidency, uh, the Trump administration, as something of reward for the Emiratis. And the Israelis uh, also dropped their objections to what's called the qualitative military edge. That is this uh, idea in US policy that they will never sell arms to another state State that could threaten Israel militarily, that could outperform Israel militarily. Um, and so Israel dropped its objections, allowing the sale to go forward. So it was all supposed to be about deepening relations all around with the Israelis giving the Emiratis the green light, the Americans selling advanced gear to a Gulf Arab ally, and the Emiratis getting uh, cutting edge hardware to deter Iran and to have better links with both the Israelis and the Americans. Can you talk to me a little bit about China's influence in this UAE matter? What does it say about the region's geopolitics? So the Emiratis are pushing back against the United States over America's objections about Chinese influence inside of the United Arab Emirates. Now, the Emiratis and the Chinese are deepening trade and defense partners. The Emiratis buy drones off of the Chinese. They're buying some small arms off of the Chinese. Uh, and they're trying to build out that relationship as something of a backup to the United States, as well as just regular diver uh, diversification of their economic and defense ties. So they have more than one option, gain a little bit more wealth and a little bit more security through that. But the United States is viewing China more confrontationally, not just in the Pacific and over trade ties, but also in places like the Middle East, where they're worried that the Chinese influence inside of the UAE could be used to spy on American hardware like the F-35. They don't want Chinese spies, whether that's electronic or covert or even physical spies, being able to gain access to the secrets that the F-35 contains. And so the Americans are trying to convince the Emiratis to cut back some of these ties. Specifically, they're trying to get them to drop a contract that they've got with the Chinese telecommunications company Huawei, uh, where Huawei agreed to help build high-speed internet in the United Arab Emirates, and the Americans are worried that this high-speed internet uh, could be used for espionage and could pick up secrets from the F-35. Uh, but the Emiratis are more interested in diversification than they are in being pushed into a single camp. They don't want to be either pro-China or pro-America. They want to be able to do business with both. And so this is the Emiratis doing high-stakes negotiations, seeing if they can get the Americans to back away from some of these demands. 
Ryan, this reminds me a little bit about the contretemps with Turkey a few years ago uh, over the F-35s and espionage. That's right. There are some similarities. Uh, in that case, of course, the Turks uh, purchased a, a high-end Russian military system, the S-400, against clear U.S. objections, against U.S. sanctions law. Uh, and as a result, the United States ejected them from the F-35 program and have now seized the F-35s that were supposed to eventually go to Turkey uh, because of that. And there's still loggerheads over that. Uh, but the objections were similar. Uh, the Americans are worried that the more that the Russians have influence within Turkey, the more likely they are to be able to steal secrets from systems like the F-35. And the U.S. is also viewing things more and more through this prism of a great power competition. Um, they're worried about any of their allies having too deep of defense links with Russia or China, and they're taking steps to try to limit that. Does this mean the UAE is turning to China? So in the immediate term, not really. In fact, what the UAE actually did just a short time ago was purchase one of the largest arms deals that's ever signed with France, a fellow ally of the United States, a member of NATO, Purchasing arms from France is not controversial with Washington. This is then represents something of a of a commercial loss for the United States, but it's not viewed as a strategic loss. So at the moment, what the Emiratis are trying to do is hold the line with what influence they have, uh, hold the line with what deals they have with the Chinese without deepening their defense ties with the Chinese, while pivoting to fellow more non-controversial U.S. allies like France and potentially in the future even Britain for the arms that they need. So in the future, if the Americans decide to put even more pressure on the Emiratis over Chinese influence, it might not be so much that Abu Dhabi pivots over to Beijing, but perhaps to Paris or London. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Emily. Ryan Boll is Stratfor Middle East and North Africa analyst at Rain. Stay ahead of the news with the latest geopolitical events and analysis of the Middle East. Subscribe to Worldview today. Right now, we're offering a special price for subscriptions. Visit stratfor.com for details. That's stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.